Back in the game and well at the top, a king of the ring and calling my spies. I'm raising the bar to crank it the notch. I'm full of mistakes, cause life is a botch. Lights can get brighter and brighter. I walk through that curtain, my levels get higher and higher. Studied the best, and this generation I'm next. Super kick party, no doubt we just hit a suplex. Hooker by crook, survive if I let you, they stand to their feet. Sports entertainment. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome, welcome back to yet another episode of Life's a Botch, which is the sub show known as Independent Spotlight, where we sit down with an independent wrestler and we basically get to know them and chop it up with them and find out exactly who it is that they are on the independent scene, man. Uh, if you haven't already, make sure you check out the latest episode featuring the homie Dion Summers. It was a vibe. We had a really good time with him, getting to know him and chopping it up with him on the show. Uh, and even before then, if you haven't already, check out the first episode featuring the one and only August Artois as well. Uh, such a fun vibe it was with that brother as well, man. And so now for the third straight week in a row, I got a fellow on here. Now, I know some of you lady listeners are going to be like, okay, well, we're, we're going to get some ladies on here. Don't worry. We're going to set that up. And we're going to get some some lady female talent out there representing for the ladies as well. Uh, it's just, man, my fellas been stepping it up, man. I've been reaching out. And they've been like, hey, yeah, I'll hop on. Let's go. Let's get it. So don't you worry. We're going to get y'all set. But it's only fitting, man. Um, second straight black independent wrestler that we got right here in none other than Black History Month. So salute to all of my black wrestlers, both male and female, killing it out there on the independent scene. So without further ado, allow me to introduce this man in front of me. Um, this man is a very, very humble brother from just getting to know him in a short amount of time already. Uh, this man is killing it on the independent scenes right now. You've seen him a little bit of everywhere, just about. I mean, this man's resume is crazy on all types of promotions this man has been a part of. So uh, without further ado, I'll even let him tell you in his own right, uh, as humble as this man is. But still, uh, like I said, putting it down for the culture out there in wrestling, letting you know he's a part of the top 100 black independent wrestlers out there right now doing his thing. I'm talking about none other than my brother from another, Mr. Trey. Yo, what's, what's up, man? What an intro, man. What hey, an intro. You. you know how to Thank make you. a brother feel special. Hey, hey. Brother feel all special. about y'all, man. It's all yes, about, sir. I'm just here to, I'm just here to interview you, feel me? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, so I see, you know, we, we, we still brighten the, you know, what is this? This is afternoon, so it's like a yeah, midday brunch kind of feel. Uh, so, so what's, what, what's that you're sipping on, man? It's like hey, man, morning look, tea, coffee? Look, it's, uh. <laughs> I'm not gonna do no advertising because they ain't paying me. But uh, Come on it's, now. uh lemon ginger plus uh probiotics. So you know Ooh, I keep okay. my system right. You know what I mean? I'm trying to get back right. I'm trying to get back right. I'll be on sure. Instagram flexing, you know what I mean? Come on. I just, yeah. Come on now. Hey, you know, you ain't lying when you say that, man. One thing about you, brother, you definitely show them how to flex when it comes to the IG, I man. I was keeping the page, I was like, my boy, Jim, what's up? What's good? Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Those uh twenty four inch pythons, there, brother. You, you know, give you, you know, we gotta give it to him. <laughs> Amen. Oh man, welcome, welcome to the show, my friend, and uh, it's you. good to have you sit down with you and get to know you. Welcome to the independent spotlight, where it's all about platforming you guys out there on the independent scene that don't get enough love sometimes, man. Because I know you guys are in such a grind trying to get to the to the top level, mm -hmm. um, you know, companies out there. But at the same time, 
you know, sometimes it's good to sit back right. and look at your comments thus far or, or see where you're at in your progress. So that's yeah. what this platform is created for. Uh, that being said, my brother, tell the world a little bit about yourself. Who is Trey Shaw? Well, it's complicated, but it's simple at the same time. You know what I mean? Uh, I am the Ripper, uh, the top killer. A lot of people call me Shaw the Ripper. A lot of people call me Trey Shaw. You can call me whatever you want. I'm inevitable. Ooh. I'm always coming for the top spot. You know, it's just, it's 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 in my nature. I, I just can't not shoot for the top spot in every company that I perform in. And so that's why I'm the top killer. Come on, man. Come on. See, that's that right there. That that if that don't tell you and sell you on why you should come and follow this man, I don't know what else does. I mean, it's, it's quite simple. He shot a ripper. You better follow him or you're gonna get ripped up. You feel me? It's just it's just that simple. You know what I mean? I don't Period. make the rules, bro. I mean, I kind of <laughs> do, but I don't make the rules. You know what I mean? Come on, come on, man. Uh so what got you into your your pro wrestling journey, man? Where did it all begin for you, to be honest? Oh man. Um I'm doing this outside, so it's a little rah-rah in the background. But uh, I, uh, I've been wanting to be a pro wrestler since I was like four years old. Um, wow. I think the first match, it's not the first match I saw, but the first match that I remember was uh, Batista versus Booker T, I believe it was. And then Finley came in and like beat up Batista, and I cried during that match. Wow. So, I remember, I remember thinking, you know, when I get older, I'm gonna get my get back on Booker T. I'm gonna get my get back on Finley. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, which is crazy because I've actually wrestled Finley's son, um, the youngest David. son. Yeah, uh, not David, but I, I wrestled uh, his young son, Brogan. Oh wow! That's okay, crazy. okay. So okay. I was like, I was like, I kind of got my get back just a little bit. I didn't win the match, <laughs> but I got my get back just a little bit. You know, so For sure. that's always been a thing for me it's been a thing in the back of my mind and i just knew i wanted to be at that superstar level i wanted that superstar feel um mm -hmm. so that's pretty much how i got into this journey i was just you know working a job when i was like 18 19 working a job uh one of the renegade uh, renegade twins their sign the ring of honor came into my job while i was working at the movie theater and I was talking about wrestling with them, and they were like, hey, you should come to this wrestling school. It was the One Fall Power Factory at the time. And then it turned into the Nightmare Factory, like, eventually. But that's how I got my start in there. I started training at One Fall Power Factory under QT wow. Marshall. Come on now. Now, yeah. see, that, that's some legendary uh, training right there, my friend. Uh, you know, shout yeah. out to QT for... Uh, being out there, still, I believe, still a hot free agent right now in these streets. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I don't think he, uh, he, yeah, somebody's waiting to get that gym. Um, he just collected the championship the other day. Yeah, yeah. Day. He's doing his, he's doing his thing. He's doing his, thing. doing his thing. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, um, so for you, man, um, how has the journey been treating you, uh, since you took that leap and said, "All right, I'm actually gonna do this." Like, when did that reality set? Like, man, I'm, I'm thinking about it to like, wow, I'm actually doing this now. Man, I'm not gonna lie to you. It took a lot of determination, a little bit of being delusional. You know what I mean? Uh, it took a lot. It, it This journey has had its ups and downs, but I wouldn't trade wrestling for the world, honestly. 
Mm-hmm. And um, it's something I've wanted to do my entire life. I don't plan on giving up now, even though it's hard. It's always hard. But nothing that comes easy is not going to be hard. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, that's the, that's the beauty of being a wrestler, actually, when you think about, um, like, the NFL or the NBA. And, 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 you know, you have, like, these different levels of, like, you start out from – Man, just little intermediate, you know, intramural leagues and, and and being in like basketball camps as a kid. Then you, you know, you kind of transition into getting into like your middle school levels, then you get into mm-hmm. your high school levels, college levels, and then you like then you're in divisions in your college levels, and then all, all mm-hmm. of a sudden you, you make it to the pros, and then it's like, whoa, hold on, yeah. we're here. Like the dream is real, right? For yeah. for some. Um, but in the world of pro wrestling, man, it's it's a little different, you know, it's, it's just mm-hmm. hard, but you guys, uh, man, it's like, it's like, it feels like even on the independence, especially in these days, even the independence mm-hmm. almost have like a pro level to them. Cause you're yeah. basically a pro wrestler completely, <laughs> you yeah. know, like you skip college, you skip all of that because the moment you decide this is what you want to do, you are officially a pro the moment you take your first bump. So it's wild, mm-hmm. man. Um, yeah. So you 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 talked about a lot of the companies that you had been um working with along the way. So what what started, you know, the moment you really got got your training, got your legs wet, and you said, I'm gonna step mm-hmm. out, I'm gonna do you know, shoot my shot. Who who were some of like the first promotions to give you a shot, fresh out of your training to say, like, man, I'm ready? Yeah. So I would say my first official match was against Suge D at a place that was uh, called Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment uh, mm-hmm. in Atlanta. It was ran by Murder One and Josh Wheeler. Um, I think they're running now is Southern States Pro uh, in Atlanta. I wrestled there too. I wrestled there too. But they gave me my first start and my first match was against Suge D uh, mm-hmm. who is now the Pan-African Diaspora World Champion. Um, I'm after that. Um, but uh, he beat me, but he was also my trainer. So like, he trained me. He's the one that got my foot in the door, and you know, I got to talking with Murder One and Josh Mueller, and you know, I I had been on there ever since. Um, but yeah, like he beat me, so that that kind of stuck with me. We've only had one match. Um, he knows that he owes me a second match. Come on. He he knows that. He knows that. So rather than just wait on it, I'm in my era of taking my moment. You know what I mean? And we never know when that moment is gonna be. Ooh. So, See, I like that, brother. You you, you like I, I ain't waiting. I'm, I'm I'm taking what I want right now in this independent scene. Like the student's already getting ready to surpass the teacher, it looks like. Like he's already just like, man, give it to me, you know? Um, so that's pretty cool to, to to hear about. So I now what I want to transition to for you is tell me this then. Um what because you're you're a jacked dude, you know what I'm saying? Like you 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 ain't you handling business. And so what I need to know is I can tell you model yourself as a, a legit powerhouse. Like I tell mm-hmm. I take a lot of inspirations came from the power game uh, mm-hmm. of what created you. So like who were those uh top powerhouse level uh inspirations if you will oh man um 
I kind of feel like I mixed a little bit of it. How how many you want? You want like five? You want five? Yeah, I got five. Yeah, go ahead. I got five. Off. So I kind of mix a little bit of everything into my game when it comes to powerhouses and also mm -hmm. when it comes to technicians to a certain extent. Not okay. a submission specialist. I'm not a submission specialist. I just know that you're not going to get up from this. So okay. what I do is I'll take something from William Regal, one of my favorite wrestlers in the world, William Regal, um, the great Muda. The great Muda was very agile, even though he was not that, that small of a guy. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So I try to base my agility off of him. Um, we're going to go with uh, Kenta Kabashi. Ooh, all right. Good one. Kenta Kabashi was very, he was very, very brutal with them chops. Oof. And I try to make mine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love fighting big men. I love them. I yeah. Love them. Yeah. So, and then we have Samoa Joe. Ooh, Samoa Joe was okay. a striker. Okay. Samoa Joe was precise in his striking. He was a he was very much a striker. Okay. And then we have JBL. Now I only say JBL because JBL had the best finisher of all time. That clothesline. Straight up Larry. The clothesline from hell. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah. Yeah, that's where I take my inspiration for my finish, bro. For Jeez. sure. Hey, bro, that's that's one heck of a top five for you, man, in terms of inspiration yeah. levels. Like, I almost, I ain't gonna lie, I almost thought, when you mentioned the Batista match for Booker T, I almost thought you were gonna throw Batista in there for a second, too. See, I was gonna throw Batista in there, but, like, it's hard to mimic Batista, man. But yeah. Batista was a one-of-one, -one, for real. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, bro, like, uh, don't come around often, but but from what I've seen of what you do so far, you're already modeling in the right direction of where you're at. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's a great list to come up with your own style for. So um, with that then, man, um, tell me about where you go from here in terms of like, you know, you've already been setting uh, a lot of bookings and things like that in this year. So what are your personal goals in terms of 2024? Um, my personal goals in terms of 2024, I plan to wrestle out of the country. I have not done that yet. Okay. I want to wrestle out of the country so bad, specifically in Japan. Come on, man. So on. hopefully this summer, around this summer, you know, I get some bookings to go to Japan. I would really, really, really want to go to Japan. It's so much talent in Japan. It makes no sense. I feel like an excursion would do me so much justice. Yes. Yes. Shout out to, uh, you know, with this being Black History Month, man, shout out to my melanated wrestlers out there that have had Japan on their go-to list uh, because you're like the second straight wrestler that I've seen, um, you know, representing my brothers and sisters out there that have said, we we need a little extra more representation in the wrestling world out there in Japan because it's kind of few in between. You know, there's only so many you think about. Uh, you know, shout out to my bro Kevin the Jet Knight. Uh, I remember mm -hmm. having him on and talking to him, and you know, he he That's said my the guy. same thing. Yeah, That's my he was, guy. That's my guy. Love him to death. Really, really dope person, man. And um, you know, I, I just thought about how he was talking about that when we talked to him. He was saying some of those things uh, about like. Not not a complete lack, just you don't see 
us go down that Japanese lane a bit mm -hmm. as much. And so to blaze a path a few like that and, and open that door up for more, you think of like a Shelton Benjamin who was out mm -hmm. there doing this thing. Uh, MVP was out there doing his thing, but you know. First time so MVP in the continental champion. Crazy. Exactly. Crazy. Exactly. It's crazy, man. So I like I like hearing a lot of my brothers going out and saying, I'm trying to get out there. Uh, and we can't forget Mercedes Monet. Can't forget oh, yeah. her either representing for the ladies. Oh. You know, when she went out there and did a thing as well. Uh, Willow Nightingale, another one also yes. who uh, did in Japan as well. So the ladies are also building that reputation as well, um, representation for us. But yeah, man, I like that on that list, man. That's a, that's a really good really cool thing. I just recently met Aja Kong. And I was seven-year-old me. I got into to Japanese wrestling at like seven years old. I found her on YouTube, stuff like uh -huh. that. Seven years old. That for me, meeting Aja Kong was probably one of the biggest moments for me. I have a picture with her. And you could not tell how nervous I was to have that picture with her. <laughs> <laughs> I was so shook, man. Oh, Come my. On. I already know. It's like that when you meet a legend most times, man. But at the end of the day, it just shows you in the right direction of where you're headed, man. Like, uh, just to be already following, like you said, when you talked about your story of how you even, you know, when you met the Renegade Twins and how they told you, hey, you should get into it. The fact that you took that leap and that you are actually fulfilling it now, man, it's just going to continue to happen for you, bro. It's just so many names doing big things where you're in that same lane you're getting ready to like just catapult so uh that's the beauty of catching you in this stage right now where you're at because you know what i love you know i, I like to shout out names like uh, uh alex kane thought about when i had him on and suplex assassin and looking at where he's at since the last time another he was on the show you know what i'm saying another, another one, one of the guys man um it's, it's great to just see you guys uh elevate and evolve and catching you guys in your state of like where you're getting ready to head. And um, man, it's just amazing. It's an honor to even just sit down and just talk with you guys uh, as you're growing in your journey, you know what I mean? Because that's what it's all about. Uh, just seeing how you guys elevate from this point and being able to just be like, yo, I am so proud of this person from how they started and where they're at right now. That much work and sacrifice says a million, man. Um, so. Tell me this, brother. I was thinking about this when you mentioned Japan, and I said, hmm, you know, this would be an interesting nickname for you, my guy, or, or, or some something to put in the title, you know what I'm saying? Now, if you don't mind me asking, how tall are you, good sir? I am six two and a half. Six two and a half. Okay, that could pass off, pass off pretty well. I say, uh, you know, uh, you know, because my brother, you know, you, like I said, you're pretty swole. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Six foot two is a good height. You know what I'm saying? Go over there in Japan, you know what I'm saying? Big, you know, uh, Trey Shaw, you know, the Ripper, a.k.a. Big Kaiju, you know what I'm saying? Let them know Kaiju. See, I think I might, uh, the only thing about that, I think I might catch some flag from O'Shea Edwards. O'Shea Edwards is the Kaiju. <laughs> he is the Kaiju. I figured that. I was like, somebody out there probably didn't already Listen, jack that kaiju. I can't, I can't even do it. Can't even. That's he probably got that thing copyrighted. I can't get sued. I ain't got no money like that. Do that. Do that. I feel you, bro. I feel you. You already know. You know. So, so shout out to you, man. If you out there killing it, I ain't, I ain't trying to. I ain't trying. You know what I'm saying? You know. I shout have, out to O'Shea. Shout out to O'Shea. O'Shea. You know what I'm saying? My fault, bro. My fault. You know what I mean? But 
just just throwing letting, letting the ideas fly, man. That's the beauty of coming off the top with a lot of things, man. You know, being out there, you know, you, you do each thing, man. Um, so tell me this then for you, brother. Um, any dream? What about championships? Let's talk some championships, man. Let's talk some championships. Ooh, what what wow. are you eyeballing out there? What what's some titles that you got on your mind where you like this this right here? That's the goal. Trying to come for that. I want this. Like where, where are you at with the with the titles right now? Well, um, I did mention one earlier. You did the the one uh, that should be hold so dearly um mm-hmm. i want that that's number one on my list that's okay. number one on my Solid list number one on my mind in my mind every night i want that title come on okay so the second title i have on my mind right now is uh currently being held at naptown off-road Ooh. by isaiah broder okay I've been going from Naptown for a good little minute, mm-hmm. but um, I think I'm ready to come back and uh, claim what is rightfully mine. I was cheated out of a spot yeah. in the Eliminator match, mm-hmm. and I won't let that happen again because I need that one. Uh-oh. Come on. Yeah. I'm going to just say those two for right now because you'll never know where I'll end up. You'll never know where you end up. Okay, okay. I like that. I like that. You know, my boy, my boy's smart with it. You know, he's taking the baby steps while also saying, hey, truck, don't think that I ain't eyeballing the title. You just don't never know where I'm nah, show up at. <laughs> nah, as long as, as long as I breathe air on this earth, there's nobody's title that's safe anywhere. Ooh, I respect it, bro. I respect it. I respect it. Okay. Um, so a couple other things I'd ask you in, in situations like this, um, wrestling related, of course, and then I'll probably get into a few little non-related wrestling related topics to, to end it on a good note for you, man, you know, but, uh, let me ask you this, given that it's, um, well, I'll, I'll save this one as the, as the brand. So I'll say this with you, what is the best thing about being a wrestler so far? And what is the worst thing about being a wrestler? Ooh. <laughs> Gotta hit you with it one time, man. What's the best thing about being a wrestler so far? The best thing about being a wrestler so far is um looking back on your journey and admiring how far you've come. You know what I mean? Okay. As a pro wrestler, you should never stop learning. You always learn new things, you always learn how to do the old things you used to do in a new way. Like it's just learning how far you've come. Sometimes I hate watching my matches back. I do. I really do. But just recently I watched like some of my matches back in pro South when I first started my career. Mm -hmm. Um, And wow, (laughs) what a change. You know what I mean? (laughs) I I was doing moves back then that I, I totally forgot about now. But wow. when they come up in my head, I just be like, okay, I'm gonna do this tonight. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love so it. So it's just yeah. like that's one of the best things about wrestling. You're always constantly learning, relearning, you know what I'm saying? Um, and you know, it's rewarding. It's rewarding. It's gonna lead to way bigger opportunities. Okay. The worst okay. thing about pro wrestling, right? 
okay. is the people who are always negative and bitter about the younger generation of wrestlers. Ooh. I think, I think that wrestling is subjective. Mm-hmm. I think that if you like flippy, flippy spots, you like flippy, flippy spots. There's nothing wrong with having your flippy spots. Okay. If okay. you like technical wrestling, you like technical wrestling. Mm-hmm. But guess what? At the end of the day, these people are performing. These people are performing their their heart's desire out mm-hmm. there in that ring mm-hmm. to showcase it for you, to showcase it for your entertainment, to showcase it for the storytelling. Mm-hmm. If the storytelling involves flippy, flippy spots, do the flippy, flippy spots. Yeah. Okay. Wrestling is subjective. We all should be more positive. We all should think about how we speak to wrestlers and other other wrestling personalities and stuff like that online, on social media. We should all be considerate. This is supposed to be fun. You're taking the fun out of wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Social media, man, sometimes it's a gift and also a curse, especially in the world of professional wrestling. We've got to do better as fans, media personality, and wrestling talents uh, collectively. We all got to do better with it, man. Come on. Like like you said, the positivity. Uh, you know, very new day of you, my friend. I love that. I, I love that. You know, power positive. I'm only, I'm only positive outside of the ring. Inside of the ring, I'm a menace. I'm unlikable. I'm I'm not a good person. <laughs> I'm not hey. a good person. I have no moral standing. Ruthless. In the ring. Come on now. That's, hey, hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. We, we can totally approve that 100%. That is all right with us. But... Um, with that, man, I got to ask you this, you know, as a brother, brother to brother, you know what I'm saying? Um, literally given the significance of this month, it is black history month. And I have to ask you, my friend, um, how important is it to you being a part of the culture in this space at a time where it really once wasn't as represented as it is now? globally and nationally just with face of the franchises literally everywhere um you know and and i can go on with a list of names over the years that we have uh you know if you mention your booker t's and your mark henry's and uh you know so many different ones your mvps out there or if you even go recent with the swerve stricklands out there um you know the kofi kingston's of the world but i need to ask you uh, how important is it for, for you from watching these significant figures over the years to now being someone that will be a significant figure for the next young black brother or sister that's watching you and saying, I want to model myself after that. How important is that for you? Wow. That's um, that's honestly one of the uh, only things that I've really ever wanted out of the wrestling industry is somebody to represent me somebody somebody who you know who looks like me who who the same color as me and they're not a joke they're not a you know like yeah. nothing wrong with comedic acts but they're not like you know not world champion material yeah um and it always stuck with me when before I got into wrestling with Kofi Mania and all that stuff. I'm just like, man, I can really do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I can really get into this and I can really, you know, 
elevate to that stature. And I want to be that for the young black men and women that we have coming up in this industry. You know what I mean? Um, I work with a lot of young people now and I'm, I'm still young in this industry. You know what I mean? I still try to give back what I know or what I've learned to the younger people of this generation. Like, and then you see guys out there getting it, you know, in Georgia, like Hakeem Young. Yeah. Um, you see guys out there like Jordan Kingsley and, and Darian Bankston and all those guys. You know what I mean? The they uh AR uh AR fours kids, you know, the WWA four, like they're out there killing it. You know yes. what I mean? Yes, like it's it's insane. That representation will will stick with a kid that that goes to one of these indie wrestling shows. They're a black kid, they see another black uh black young man in that ring doing it. Mm -hmm. Goodness gracious. We don't know the impact that we could have. Yeah. Man. So it's 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 always been a big thing for me. Inspiration wise, all that has always been a big thing for me. So yeah. I that's what I want to do. I want to give back. When I when I'm done with this, when I'm old and decrepit, can't move like I used to, I want to give back. I want to train. I want to give back. Man, I love that. That is a beautiful answer, my brother. Like that might that was so beautiful. It might be hard to top from uh, you know, any other black independent talents I get on the show within this month, man, because uh that was a powerful answer right there my friend and you asked that greatly uh and 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 again man that's giving back is exactly what you said because that's part of the reason why i wanted to create a platform like this uh as we mentioned earlier was just for that exact reason giving back to you guys as well because again can't be expressed enough on the independence man giving you guys your flowers uh, even now while you're in the grinding stages of it because mm. even on a mainstream level yeah you're still on the grind but it's a different grind than it is on the independence. You know what I'm right. saying? Because in the independence, there's so many promotions. There's so many, you know, uh, I like to think of the independence almost like college level in a sense, even though it's just, you guys have the title pro wrestlers because you guys are professionally trained. So, mm -hmm. uh, but it is like a college level because there's so many promotions, so many territories and areas and cities. And it's like, Hey, yeah, come come move out to Atlanta, you know, if you're in an area where you really, really want to get out there because we got all these prospects from here. Or, hey, go move to Texas. We got all these prospects in Houston or go to, you know, Reality of Wrestling, all this stuff. So, man, it can't be expressed enough that we appreciate you guys for what you do. Um, and that's why this is created for y'all. So they get to know who you are as well. Um, and if I didn't ask, just in case I didn't ask, because I know they might say, did he ask this? In case I didn't, talk about your character because you did mention when you in the ring, you a bit ruthless and you, you know you, you have no remorse. So, what exactly is the character in ring when it comes to Trey Shaw, the Ripper? Um, he is, and I say he. I have to speak of him as a different person because I'm not mm -hmm. like that. I'm not like that in real life. Like me. <laughs> You know, me and you were having a conversation, we chopping it up, it's very positive and stuff like that. He don't do that. He don't do that. Um he gets in he gets behind that curtain. Whoever's in the ring, they're in automatic danger. They're automatically a threat to his ascension to the top. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. He's the top killer, so he has to be at the top. 
okay, okay. It's it's like a it's like a, a a magnetic force pulling him to the top. You know what I mean? It's, okay. It's, it's like that. So his determination, his grind, his his methods of doing things in the ring. Mm-hmm. He almost kind of feels bad for, but not until he hits that curtain back after he's done the job. Uh, the job, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's hard to kind of explain why it pulls him so much. Does he have one central goal mm-hmm. that he has to achieve once he gets to the top of all uh, of all of these companies, or is mm-hmm. he trying to get to the top of everything? Does he want to be world champion? Mm-hmm. Which brings me back to Suge D holding that world championship. Come on, talk about it. Is that the reason behind my actions in the ring? Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. you'll have to follow the story to know. Well, there's no doubt about nothing. it. Come on. Hey. Listen, there's no doubt about it. I think we can all safely say. Trey Shaw, Shaw the Ripper, is definitely going to finish his story. That is a given fact, all right? That's right. That's Shout, out Shout, Shout out to Cody. Shout out to Cody. You know what I'm saying? I had to say that because I know we got a lot of strong opinionated fans out there. Not of yeah. you know, but that's what, that's for a different, that's for the, that's yeah, for Cody, the main show. Cody said, chill, let me work my yeah. magic. We, we, you know, it's all good. We're we gonna say that for the main show. Shout out to my co-hostess Ash Benny, but uh, yeah, man. So, um, that's basically all I had for you, with the exception of, of you know, for things wrestling related, my friend. Uh, you did so greatly. So I just gotta end it on a non-wrestling note because we are talking about the independent spotlight. So of course they know the character. But now let's, let's let's briefly ask about the man behind the curtain because, like you said, he's completely opposite of everything you see in the ring. So I gotta ask you, man. Um, growing up, dog, what was some of your favorite cartoons? What what what's some of your all time favorite cartoons out there, man? Hey, so my top cartoon. I'm I'm gonna put this at number one because just me personally. Okay, that was an amazing show. Um, okay. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Ed, 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 and Eddie has the number one spot. Okay, okay, classic cartoon. So we got Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Okay. After that, we got Tom and Jerry. Okay. And then number three, we got. Mm, let me choose this one wisely. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, bro. No pressure. No pressure. This one wisely. Uh, I'm gonna go with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Which the version? Original. The original. The 80s version. The 80s version. My guy. Okay, okay. Absolutely. I, if you just said 2003, I wouldn't have been mad at that either, though. Because 2003 mad. was good. And then I I even like the, the recent Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I like that one. Wait, but, you, you mean know. the one where John Cena voiced in the Rise of Ninja Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or the or the three D clay animated one? I like the one. It was the one that came on. Uh, the one that came on Nickelodeon. It was like cartoon. It was the cartoon style. It was like a newer one. 
Yeah, that, that sounds like Rise. I think that was Rise. Were they animated yeah, kind of weird? Rise. Weirdly? Uh-huh. Weird? Yeah. 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 And then I like I like the movie that came out. I also like the Michael Bay ones. What? I did. Wow. I did. Okay. I actually... Oh, go ahead. You said you was... I didn't want to cut off. I was going to say... You no, you're good. Like you're good. I had got a notification. I was like, what is that? <laughs> uh, but but uh, I like... I basically tried to model my my figure, like me getting into shape. I tried to model my figure after Raphael on the on the Michael Bay movies, because brother was brother was he up is the, there. you know a lot of people don't understand that they don't know he is technically the strongest turtle out of all four. Mm-hmm. He is like literally well, that big. Look, look, look! Spoil spoiler alert! If you have not read the Last Ronin, come on. Technically, Michelangelo is the strongest. <laughs> You know, losing your brother, losing your brothers, your father, and losing everything like that. True, true. But let's let's get remember though, it had it took that to get him to that point. That's true. That's so true. True. had he still had his brothers, mm-hmm. he might still be the Michelangelo that we know. Not to say we never said Michelangelo was weak or anything. Obviously, we know no. he's he's, like, he's just yeah. the, he's the laid back party Michelangelo. Yeah. The reason you got the last Ronin version of him was because he when his brothers man. and everybody he loved died, so did he. So that mm-hmm. that version of him was gone where he had to be that. But see, Raphael, though, Raphael was, was already naturally. Yeah, just natural born butt kicker. And I mean, look, even in that art, look at how he went out. He yeah. went out like a He went out crazy. Butt. Oh, crazy, man. bro. I want to see you that either adapted into a movie or a video game or both. I don't care. They actually do have a video game for that coming out. There oh, yeah, because is... they have the God of War studio. Yeah, yeah. there's a, that's a yeah. developing game on that. So we'll we'll get that real soon, no doubt. But hopefully they do make a movie. I mean, it's, this arc's getting more popular amongst fans. So yeah. hopefully we do get that in a movie form. But... um. Let's see. Another non-wrestling related question for you before I let you go, my friend. Let's see here. What can I think of? Aha. All right. We'll keep it on the nerd level here, my friend. Tell me what can Marvel do to make their universe better now than it used to be? Like, what what can they do to fix this, this little dilemma funk that they've been in as of late? Have Doctor Doom kill off Kane the Conqueror. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Boy, everybody oh, won't do uh, on screen. Oh my goodness. Listen, listen, I am all for keeping Kane the Conqueror for like two more movies, but not not Jonathan Majors. They could do like John Boyega or something, or they could do Coleman Domingo. I, I'm I'm cool with it. Okay. But <laughs> They gotta have him for like two movies and be like, oh, he's not that big of a threat. <clears throat> they gotta stand on some. They gotta stand on some. They gotta stand on some. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's, look, it's looking that way, man. The, the the Marvel Universe, they need somebody that's like Thanos level to draw him back mm-hmm. in and be like, okay, now this guy. I more so would say Galactus myself, but you know. I feel like we gotta wait on Galactus. I feel like we gotta wait a little bit. I feel like we gotta wait a little bit because. It once Galactus comes, everything is is about to go haywire. <laughs> everything is gonna everything is gonna go insane. So that's true. 
Yeah, I just yeah, I I'd save Galactus because then that means we have to introduce it, uh Silver Surfer. Then yeah, boom boom boom, it's it's all over from that. So we gotta yeah. start off slow. Doctor Doom will be a good, will be a good, not Thanos level per se yet, mm-hmm. but yeah. So that also means if you're saying that, then we got to give the Fantastic Four one more chance on screen, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. They better do it right this time, then. We've been waiting on the X-Men, so they they better do it right. They should either cast... Well, John Carlo Exposito as as Dr. Doom, it sounds good on paper, but John Carlo is a little older, okay? He's a handsome guy. He's still still got the looks, but he's a little older. So... What does it matter when you're behind a metal faced mask anyway? He's you know, gonna have to take it all. He's gonna have to take it all. <laughs> so what are they gonna do? De-age him? Come on now. Yeah, 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 fair. So so I was thinking they could do like John Hamm or Zach Efron. Zach Efron could play uh he could play either the human torch or he could play uh Victor Von Doom. Oh, okay, okay. I respect it, dog. I respect it. That's that's some good insight, man. You know, we got a we got another show we're gonna have to introduce you to, you know what I'm saying, in the in the spare time that you have out of your busy wrestling schedule. Uh but nonetheless, man, listen, um the last and final thing I gotta say to you, my brother, is um well, first and foremost, uh you are forever a friend of this very show. So like I said, we have our main show. If you ever wanna come on and just talk wrestling through the week. Uh, you are always welcome on that platform. Shout out to everybody that's, you know, uh, supporting the Life's a Botch show. But most importantly, man, you family. Like I said, you we, we love seeing uh, you guys grow and ascend and continue to be bigger and better uh, than where we are, where you were when we have you. And of course, you're always welcome back on any given time. Uh, but real quick, tell these good people listening and watching, where can they find you and follow you in your journey? as Trey Shaw, the Ripper. Absolutely. Um, you can find me on all social media platforms at Shaw the Ripper. Uh, on Twitter, I'm not calling it, you know, that replaces I don't blame you. I'm calling it Twitter. Come on. Your mama named you Twitter, I'm going to call your it Your mama Twitter. named you Come uh, on now. On Instagram, at Shaw the Ripper. On threads, I don't get on threads that much, but okay. you can follow me at, at Shaw the Ripper. Um okay. I have a show coming up on February 18th at Wrestler's Lab against Mr. Grimm. So if you want to check that out, uh, just go to Wrestler's Lab on Instagram or on Twitter and, you know, buy you a ticket. If you're out in the New Jersey area, buy you a ticket. It's at the Mecca in Ridgefield Park. Come on. All I'm saying is, is big meaty men slapping meat. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. It's a match that'll make Biggie proud. So, you know. did you did, did speaking of which? Did you hear? I don't know if you heard, but you know it might be Big E might be scouting some of these big meaty men for a big meaty men tournament Man. of some sorts. All uh, I'm saying you know, is, all I'm saying is, put me in, put okay. me in, put right. me in. Big E, if you see this, we're gonna tag you, brother. If you see this, you got some scouting to do, and we got we hey, got look, one right here. Listen, I got I got connections. I will text Faye Jackson right now. He'll be like, please text Biggie. 
Let's go, baby. Let's go. Get Shaw the Ripper on that tournament. Watch him go through the rest of the competition and elevate to be your number one big meaty man in the big meaty men slap meat tournament. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, but again, man, listen, thank you so much for joining us uh, on this edition of the Independent Spotlight, where it is all about you, my friend. And as always, y'all already know, find and follow your boy, all things at Highlight Life, H-I-L-I-T-E Life. Uh, follow the Life's a Bot show at Life's a Botch underscore O-T-S. And of course, I can't forget when it comes to OTS, the platform behind this platform, make sure you follow all things OTS Media Co. If you like sports, music, fashion, culture, and all that good stuff, that is the platform that you want to follow. And shameless plug for all of my independent wrestlers out there. If you're looking for an independent custom theme, come holla at your boy Highlight Reel. I just created this not even last year called Mike Mayhem Music, which is my little platform dedicated to you guys to give you services that you need to get a custom theme made for you all day every day so pull up on me shoot me a dm and i can show you exactly what we're gonna give you something catchy for the streets but something that's gonna elevate your character you feel me that being said man this is the independent spotlight presented by life's a botch and until next time we'll catch y'all same time same place i like Real, we signing out.